is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, assistanceforselfcare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. So today is Friday. We're going to do Friday's running recap, where we go over what running looked like for me this past week. We'll start with last Saturday. So on Saturdays, I've been doing um, these free races with Kara, which is Chicago Area Runners Association. Um, and my friend Melissa joined me. Melissa was actually on episode 72, where we talked about her first five it was called how to run or run walk your first 5k with melissa nazario um and so that was a couple of years ago just crazy um but she did her first 5k which was the race to wrigley um and so yeah it was great to have her out with me again and us actually being together run walking we just did the one mile and we kept it really simple um, we did one minute of running and three minutes of walking and just repeated that. And it was really nice to just be out and to have like a good pace where we could be talking together. Um, it was really wonderful. So happy and excited for her. And then the other really great thing was that my husband joined me on Saturday too. So the last race that he did was actually in 2018. So we still lives in Atlanta. Uh, I think that year is correct. Yeah, 2018, the Atlanta Peachtree Road Race, which is a 10K. Um, So that was the last race that he's done. And I'm sure I know that when we went on our road trip um, at the end of 2018 and into 2019, I know that we were running here and there. I know we ran um, on the beach in California and some things, but it was pretty casual Um, so this was since his injury in early 2019, and then he had surgery at the end of 2019, 2020 was a mess. Um, he started walking again, like long distance. The first time he walked a mile was in October of 2020. Um, he ran a half mile, maybe a couple of months ago. And I know at CrossFit, they'll have us run like 200 meters or 100 or 400, right? Um, But this was the first time that he did a full mile. So it was awesome. I'm so proud of him. Um, And again, like if you have, I I hope that you're hearing this story of um, recovery is slow and it's not linear and it takes time and you're probably not going to be at the place that you want to be, but you just, I mean, you can't, you can't do more than what your body can handle. You just have to take it really slow. So I'm really proud of him. Um, and again, time doesn't matter. Who cares what the time of you finishing your mile or your 5k or whatever race, who cares The the thing is like being out there and being active. That's the thing that really matters. You know, I posted something on my Facebook page, um, there's a quote from Atomic Habits where he said, uh, you know, the point is not, the goal is not to run a race. The goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader, right? So even with these Saturday races, the goal is not to run the race. The goal is to be an active person. The goal is to be a person that's consistently out there, consistently taking daily action, right? So I'm so proud of them. Super excited to be out there again this Saturday. Um, And so one of the things I recently realized is that while I'm not signed up for a marathon this year or any other big races that I have to like actually like train for, you know, and be really committed. I did recently remember that I am supposed to do tough mutter in August. Um, 
some people at my CrossFit gym were like, Hey, you want to do this thing? And I was like, I don't really like, um, I don't really like mud. I don't really like getting dirty, but it sounds fun. And it sounds like a good thing to do with people after not seeing people so long. So I decided to do it. But the other thing with that is that it's 10 miles. So I have not done 10 miles in a very long time. So I need to get my mileage up there again. The last time I did 10 miles was the beginning of 2020 uh, when I was training for a 2020 marathon. So I need to get my mileage up there. So I'm not really changing anything during the week still, but what I'm going to do on Saturday, since I will already be out and running a 5k is I'm just going to add a mile each week or maybe a mile and a half. I have it written down, um, but just slowly add a little bit of mileage on the weekend. So it's not, um, ridiculously too much, but it's also moving me along, right? And so it's going to help me reduce injuries. It's going to help my body get used to being out there and moving more. Um, but again, my mile time, my pace, that's not really my goal, but just being out there and being active. So that I will actually start to rest. I'm going to, I think what I'm going to do, I'm pretty sure what I'm going to do is run a mile before the race, so that that's done and then run the race um, because I don't know, it just sounds silly to go through a finish line and then still have to go run and do more. So I think that that's what I'm going to do. We'll see how that goes because, you know, who knows? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, but that's my plan for Saturday. But what did running look like for me this past week? It was so incredibly humid and gross this week. And also, I don't know, it's it's weird when you have Monday off because it kind of throws the rest of the week off and you're just kind of confused. Like Tuesday, I thought was Monday. I don't know if you made that mistake too. Um, I miss, I messed up my online groceries because I thought Tuesday was Monday and I'm supposed to like uh, have my order placed on Monday and on Tuesday. I was like, oh no, I missed this. And so anyways... Um, just kind of thrown off and then sleep was kind of thrown off as well because of the stinking fireworks. I don't know what it's like in where you live, but fireworks were in full blast on Saturday evening, well until like 3 a.m. Sunday evening, and then even a little bit on Monday. So thanks, Chicago. So sleep was kind of messed up. So I just kind of felt off and then the humidity. But I have committed to consistently taking daily action, right? So not going is not an option, but um, I woke up a little bit late on Monday and I was like, I don't know if I have time to go and do the route that I usually do that takes me about 35 minutes. So I was like, cool, you know what? You just need to do 20. 20 is the minimum. I know that that's the route that you like doing, but 20 is the minimum. And so that's what I did on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was I just went out for 20 minutes and, um, especially on Tuesday, I think it was really humid. And I go back to my, if I don't want to run, which is a lot of the time, love hate relationship with running. When I'm like that, I do one minute on one minute off one minute of running, one minute of speed walking, and that helps it go by faster. And so even though 20 was like what I needed to do, I think I ended up doing like 25 minutes and like, it's not really that bad. It's not that big of a deal. Stop making this a bigger deal than it needs to be. Um, so yeah, that's what running looked like for me this week. Um, felt really good. My body feels really, really good. Um, and I, I know I've talked about this before, but just like 
muscle, like feeling my body and feeling the muscle on me and being like, wow, this is so funny that it's taken me so long to get to where I'm at when it comes to exercise and actually like consistently doing it after years and years and thousands and thousands of dollars spent on gym memberships that I never used, uh, personal training sessions that I would go, but like, you know, that one or two session that I had a week was all I did all week. Right. And so it's not really like that's going to change your body. If you're working out two times a week and you're not doing anything else and you're pretty sedentary, nothing changes. Um, so after years and years and years, I'll be 37 this year. And I know that I really started getting serious about my health. And I mean, I know that my weight was like the big motivation. Um, and my birthday, those were the big motivating factors, um, you know, seven years ago. But yeah, it's taken, I mean, seven years since I really started being serious and kind of like, you know, had not such a great relationship with um, overdoing it when it comes to exercise. But it's taken years to get to where I'm at. And it's funny. I mean, it's funny the right word. But like in 2020, I think that everything with my knee and my hip and not being able to run um, and having to let go of that and give it up. And, you know, even if the pandemic hadn't happened, you know, I was signed up for two marathons last year. I, there's no way that I could have run them. So the pandemic happening and those races getting pushed off, that was, it is what it is. But like having to, I guess what I'm trying to say is in 2020, it was an effing mess for everyone. And I had to stop doing things that weren't helping my body. And I basically had to start completely over. I had to start over in 2020 when it comes to my body and when it comes to exercise. But I'm not mad about that because it was actually actually a really great thing because instead of going from zero to 100, it forced me to slow the F down and go from A to B. A to B, A to B. So starting with the 15-minute movement menu. Um, if you're in summer consistency camp, you know that I have in the education portal, there's that tab that says movement menu. And I teach you what I did, how I built up and just did 15 minutes a day and how I started with that. And I had my morning walk, right? So that's what I did to build up and then slowly started adding running again. When I talked to um, Brody, the physical therapist in Australia, at the end of 2020, in the fall, just starting with a few minutes of running, lots of walking, just a few minutes of running. So I really had to start completely over. And now I'm just amazed at how consistent I am, how easy it is to go, how active I am. So I have the, you know, the morning walk, I go for the run a couple of times the week, a couple of times a week. Um, we go to our CrossFit gym a couple of times a week. Uh, when I go to my office, I ride my bike. Um, sometimes in the evening, if I've had a stressful day, you know, or if I feel tightness in my chest, we'll go for a run walk in the evening, or we try to walk to the grocery store or walk when we go get ice cream, um, but just being active. So I think that that was something big was letting go of just this pressure about my body and just focusing on being active and that word or that identity, like I don't really see myself as an athlete because I'm not competitive. I don't care 
Um, and I'm not specifically doing things to, I don't know. I'm just not, (laughs) I'm just focusing on being active because I know that being an active person that's helpful right now in my thirties. And that's going to be helpful in my forties and my fifties and my sixties and my seventies and my eighties being an elite runner or being an athlete. Um, I don't know that that's really going to help me (laughs) into my eighties, but I know that focusing on being active, that is going to help me. So yeah, 2020 sucked on a lot of different, you know, a lot of different areas, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to rebuild and have to start again. And again, it's been slow progress, but it's been, it's been, is fun the right word? It's just been, there's not pressure. There's not pressure that I need to be at this pace or this weight or this clothing size. Um, whereas I know in the past there had been a lot of pressure and the truth is I never actually met those goals. I had a goal weight for my 30th birthday for my golden birthday and did not hit that goal weight. Um, I had marathon times, like gold marathon times, and I never hit them. Um, I just always felt like I have a trouble when it comes to goals, when it comes to like picking numbers, I'm like, this is just so arbitrary. I'm literally just picking a number out of the sky and pretending as if there is some rhyme or reason for getting that, you know, having that number and then pushing myself to try to achieve that number, not achieving it and then feeling shitty. So I know in Atomic Habits, he talks about that, like, you know, so many winners and losers, they have the same goals, but winners are the ones who have systems to actually achieve things. So instead of me having a goal, instead of picking arbitrary numbers and just focusing on systems, what's my system for being active? What am I doing every day? What are the actions that I'm taking? Um, I had a call with someone this past week and we talked about, um, she said she didn't feel so good about the choices she was making when it comes to food or exercise. And we kind of talked about, you know, stop letting it be a choice. Stop letting you exercising be a choice. Start making it something you just consistently take daily action on. When it stops being a choice, then it starts becoming a habit, right? So the morning walk, that's not a choice. That's something that just happens. That's part of who I am, being active, Um, running on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. That is not a choice. That is just a habit. That's part of who I am and what I do. And I think for so long, I didn't understand that and I didn't have that and marathon training plans didn't get me there. And also working with personal trainers, like while I'm grateful for learning form, learning how to deadlift with, you know, personal trainers in the past, just going to a personal training session one or two times a week doesn't change who I am. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to this person and they're going to tell me what to do. But I never took that ownership. I never um, became the person that was taking care of myself. I was outsourcing that to someone else instead of like relying on them as a consultant who's going to teach me how to do something. I like relied on them to fix me. And guess what? It never actually worked. So all of this to say 2020 sucked. Um, it feels good in 2021 to be active. And again, because I have these systems in place, these systems for self-care, when it comes to meals, there's not really choice around what I'm eating. It's the five Ps, especially recently, just doing a five piece salad and even letting go of that choice. No, it's just a salad. It's just easier. I feel better when I just have a salad. Um, 
because I have these systems for self-care, when it comes to meals, when it comes to movement, and when it comes to my mindset, my health is in the best place that it's ever been. And yes, my physical body, what my body looks like, the muscle on my body, the definition, um, it it's the best that it's ever looked. And the fear that I used to have of regret, like regressing, oh my gosh, what if, what if I stop doing this? What if I gain all this weight back? What if I, what if I, what if I, that anxiety, those what if questions, they're not there anymore. Cause it's just about, this is who I am and what I do. My CrossFit gym closes. Okay, fine. I just lift weights in my basement or I go to a different gym. Um, the weather sucks outside. Okay, fine. I will just bike on our bike, um, you know, or I'll go up and down the stairs or I'll run in the basements, right? Um, okay, the races all get canceled again. Okay, I will just continue doing what I am doing because the races weren't motivating me. Myself and my mental health, my my physical well-being were motivating me. So again, yeah, work on systems. Let go of goals. You know, if you're running a race this weekend, cool, but stop letting the races be the thing that motivate you. Come up with systems, things that you just do. I know someone said that after 2020, they're just not motivated to run. I've heard a lot of that. I'm just not motivated to run. Let go of the races. Um, The races can be canceled at any time. At any time, they can just poof. They're not there. They don't exist anymore. But what you do every day and how you show up for yourself, that can exist. Um, And that can, that can be the thing that, that will be the thing, you know, how you show up for yourself and how you consistently take daily action. That's the only thing that's going to help you um, achieve the goals that you want and be the person that you want to be. So again, focus on consistently taking daily action. One more thing I wanted to say with that, I was talking with someone yesterday about one of the habits that they picked for summer consistency camp. And they were like, man, you know, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow during the time I'm supposed to be doing this, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it done, right? And I was like, actually, I'm going to be your authoritative coach right now. I'm not going to be permissive and say, that's okay. You don't have to do it. I'm going to be your authoritative coach. And I'm going to tell you this. Um, I don't want you to do nothing. You cannot, this is not an option. <laughs> this is not a choice to just do nothing. If you're not able to do the full session that you that we agreed upon, you, you still need to do something. You need to do something thing, anything instead of doing nothing. So like go do one minute, go do one minute of running, go do one minute of weightlifting, go do one minute. So if the habit stays there, the habit stays in place. And then you also need to figure out like, okay, scheduling needs to come around your self-care, your systems for self-care. You can't schedule things during the time that you're supposed to be doing um, what you agree that you were going to do for yourself. Um, Focusing on that, doing something, anything that's going to get you out of the extreme exercise triangle and the diet triangle, focusing on doing something, anything, keep the habit alive so that you get out of that triangle and you just consistently do. All right. Um, Let's talk about meals this weekend. We're actually headed to a wedding um, tomorrow evening, which I think in the past would have shaken me up a little bit. Oh, no. What's going to be there? Oh, no, desserts. Oh, no, alcohol, sugary drinks. Oh, no. But because moderation is just how I approach life, it's not a big deal. And I want that for you, too. I want you to be able to head into the weekend, head into a social occasion, and not fear, have fear about food 
or have fear about the calories, not overdo it, but not freak out that, oh no, it's ruining, you know, it's going to ruin your, how you're eating. Right. Um, so tomorrow I'm not overeating. I'm not over consuming. I'm going to consume the amount that actually feels good. That helps me feel good. Not gross. Cause Sunday, we got to wake up and go for a bike ride. I don't want to feel gross when we go and do that, right? So I want that for you. I want you to have this life where you feel safe around food. You feel safe on weekends. You actually wake up on Sunday morning or you wake up on Monday morning and you feel good, not gross, right? So to create that life, I want you to click the link in the show notes for Moderation Made Easy. It is my completely free mini course in Moderation Made Easy. I'm going to show you how to have balance with food during the week, on weekends, dessert time. We're going to focus on having balance with food and showing up for yourself and taking care of yourself. And when you do this, you're going to get off the diet triangle and you're going to feel happier. You're going to feel healthier and you're going to feel more confident in yourself. So click the link in the show notes. You can go to systemsforselfcare.com slash moderation made easy to get this. It is a completely free minute course, again, helping you find balance with food. Click the link in the show notes. I will check in with you on Monday, real Monday, not Moose Day, Monday. And we'll talk a little bit more about imperfect eating. Take care, take action. Nothing changes unless you take action. Bye. Bye.